to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now, here are your hosts, Rhett and Ron White, Buffalo Brian, and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to episode 60 of the Pred Wings Podcast. Yeah, that's right, Ron. We made it to 60. A little uh, throwback here is we're not we're not on uh, we're not on the TV tonight. Um, we're going back to our roots of uh, Podbean where we started. You can get us on social media, Pred Wings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitch, which we're not on tonight, unfortunately, and. Twitter and YouTube, we're at Predwings Pod, and our email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. Woo-hoo. So, well, we can go into a beer league minute. It's going to be really short. That's all you do. Well, neither one of us played Tuesday in our final game, which actually I thought the week before was the final week, but the guy that runs the league just decided to, I don't know, maybe he'll say that we're going to have the last game next this week too. I don't know. <laughs> so at least, I don't know. I'm sure we lost again. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was actually well, making course, money. Dila, of course we lost. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. We're playing against a bunch of kids that have been playing – since they were six years old. I started when I was 30 plus. I think I was 33 when I started hockey for the first time. So yeah, um, you know, playing for several few years or my entire life. But so, uh, yeah, of course they lost. Yeah, but Thursday, uh, it wasn't really a league. It's a, my my Zamboni scrimmage type thing. And they... It's an hour and a half. Uh, the first half hour, we do drills, like skating drills, shooting drills, that kind of stuff. And then we scrimmage for about an hour. And um, I managed two goals. I would, who we had, uh, eight, I mean, who does all, like, the, the training stuff? The old general manager of the rink uh, that retired uh, quite a few years ago. He started that Zamboni League up in – uh, Shout out to Luke, uh, um, uh, Lucasonis. Uh, we call him Luke. His actually name is Bill. Bill Lucasonis. Um, but uh, he started that back. Uh, I think the week opened around eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine. Um, I think he's pretty much started that Zamboni program while he was a GM. Then um, I think he pretty much started it right around then, or ninety some run in there. So, and it's still going on. He does it on his own time. He's retired. Um, but um, that's a fun little uh, thing. In the fall and winter. It's on Sundays, but then in spring and summer, it's seven weeks, and uh, there's different uh, levels. There's a beginner one, an intermediate, and then an advanced, which um, I was the Thursday on uh, summer, spring, summer, Tuesdays, beginner, Wednesdays, intermediate, which I actually played golf for, and then Thursdays um, is uh, advanced, which I skated on. And it's, 
it may you may sound advanced, but it's it's actually it's actually about you know it's it's not like a C league or anything. It's just fun and you know they're good players, but it's not like you know you say advanced, but it's yeah it's not like really high level. Um, but anyway, I just keep this short as we got to move on to some uh, NHL news. Um, you know, I mentioned I scored two goals. We had eight uh, eight forwards, so we didn't really have lines. We, you know, so I was like kind of like rolling them basically. Um, so I'd play. You know, I, I was playing center, left wing, right wing. Um, I did win a couple faceoffs. Um, but uh, my two goals, I just—they're kind of weird. I just shot on that, and the first goal—it actually would turn out to be the game-winning goal. We won five to three. Um, but I—I uh, I just shot at the net, and I, there was a little bit of hole between his pad and the post, and it must have found the hole and snuck in. The second one um, just kind of had the puck. You know, it was right in front, right in the crease. There, well, not in the crease, but it was like right around the right around the net front. And both goals were actually, and the goalie was kind of like stretched out a little bit outside of the crease, trying to get the puck. And I hit it. And I was going to try to drag it around them because they had to wide up by net on the other side. And I screwed it up somehow. But somehow, when I went to do it, the puck went off my stick when I went to drag it around, and it went right to the net. And he had his pad i didn't think i don't know how it got in because it looked like his pad was tight to the post and somehow i was like i looked i was like oh that was in <laughs> so that was at least i was able to get a couple goals on something i don't do on tuesdays how, how, did, how do you not have a nhl contract yet <laughs> i'm not that good oh oh and to top it off i had i i got my new stick i had a brand new uh my brand new stick came uh, wednesday i got a wood stick it was a cheap one i haven't used a wood stick in years that thing is heavy but <laughs> well maybe i should get a new stick every week because it got me two goals <laughs> oh wait what is that oh! <laughs> that Sounds was what back. i yeah, that's one thing I miss about uh, our other Twitch platform. But anyway, um, that's it for the Beer League Minute. Um, I think that was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. Um, but it's going to be a short show anyway, just because of the nature of the, the season we're in now. But before we get to round two coverage, um, they had an NHL draft lottery uh, this week. And kind of not surprising. I actually thought Arizona would get it. Um, but Chicago got the number one, uh, Anaheim got number two and Columbus got number three. Um, you know, I, as, as I'm watching it, you know, I was actually, uh, working, I was scorekeeping in it and I was kind of like, sort of like watching it. Um, so, you know, I didn't expect Detroit to get a high draft pick and, and just, you know, I think it's just because I'm partially used to that. We'll, we'll get to it. But when you look at the scenario, every team kind of has that guy. I mean, you've got your McDavid, your Crosby, you know, your your Pasta, and a bunch of other people, Dylan Larkin. Well, the you know, every, well yeah, they do. They have Forsberg. Every team kind of has well, that guy. Not that, this season. Well, no, because he was hurt. But you're, you're not you're not hearing me. Every team kind of has that guy. Well, Chicago just lost all of theirs. You have yeah, well, 16, and days. 
Well, that's what I mean. That that is the face of their franchise is gone. Every team has a face of the franchise. Is what I should have said. Chicago lost theirs. They had two. They're both gone. Magically, they get a new face of the franchise that quickly. Well, Arizona, Arizona doesn't really have anybody. What do you mean they don't have anybody? Not like the face of the franchise. Not like they had with Shane Doan or, you know, Kachuk. You're talking Coyotes, right? Yeah. They stayed. Oh, I forgot to. I didn't, wasn't sure what number they were at. Um, but they, I don't think they were. I can't remember where they picked out to look it up here real quick. I don't know. I just, I just find the timing to be miraculous. That's all. That's all. I'm not saying it was rigged. I'm not saying that it was anything. I'm just saying that it's just kind of funny how things kind of played out in Chicago's favor. You moron. I guess my question would be, if Detroit lost Dylan Larkin. Would they automatically default to Moritz Sider? Or would they find, like, finally get a good draft pick? I'm trying to figure out which one the NHL would allow Detroit to do. But go ahead. I, I hijacked that. Take a run. Oh, that's all right. Um, but uh, Detroit, they ended up with the um, – Ninth, they they got number nine, which was well uh, that one year they did get four, which they when they should have got number one. Um, Buffalo got thirteen, and the Pride stay at fifteen. So and that um, actually, I think Calgary got sixteen. But there was some weird scenario: Calgary and Nashville. Calgary got something. Pride wouldn't get a pick in the top sixteen. Something like that. I don't know what I I, I kind of like. I was lost. I, I I don't know what. I don't know if it was a trade or or what. Well, the the other thing that I hate, D Law, is that you get teams like like or not not teams, but team representatives know where they draft before it even goes live on TV. So, I mean. I mean, like Kevin Weeks shared about Columbus drop. Did you see that? No, I didn't. So Kevin Weeks comes out and he goes, you know what? Columbus fell. He made a comment somewhere along there about how Columbus fell in the draft. That was before the draft ever happened. Or the, the lottery. I'm sorry. I keep calling it the draft. They were number three, though. Were they? No, but what he was saying was they dropped. Like they didn't get the, the Bedard sweepstakes. They didn't win. Well. So... You know, obviously people know beforehand. What I hate is why make a spectacle of it? When, like, I want to know, I would love to know what the viewership was for that game or for the, the lottery drawing because everybody knew ahead of time. Nobody really cares. I think the lottery is stupid. Whether team tanks or not, like, I get it, the, the growth phase is a little bit quicker, or, you know, like in football, you can become a good team overnight. So I mean, they don't. They I get it. In hockey, they you got to grow and you got to build your team, and they don't want teams to tank to just keep getting the top player over and over and over for like three, four years in a row. Um, but there's got to be a better way. There has to be, or at least draw the lottery balls live on TV. 
Or how about we just go back to the way it used to be and you pick where you finish. Like the, whoever finished last gets picked the first pick. I mean, it worked for how many years? I mean, they had an issue with teams tanking on purpose to get the number one pick. But, I mean, maybe maybe the coaches and the, and, the, and the upper general managers will – but I don't think the players will. I mean, the players are going to want to win. I well, mean, no, of course, that's what you I suppose the player. The I suppose the coach can say, you know, you can't do, you can't be doing this. We're trying to get the last pick. If you, if you, uh, you know, try to try to get us some wins, we're going to bench you or or, or something. No, they just put know. people in conditioning stints, change the lineups, play your backup goal. You know, maybe they should get some heavy duty fines to the coaches and general managers if they do that. If they, but then again, it's like, how do you prove it? So, that's, like, that's exactly the problem. How do you prove that? But anyway, uh, we've got some round two covered. Some man, round two has been. I mean, I don't want to say round one wasn't interesting because they're round one is very exciting, but round two, I mean, I guess, you know, the, t- the stakes get higher and higher. So of course it's going to get more exciting, but man, round two, all four series are becoming, uh, they were just out. Uh, they're amazing. Um, let's start with the Carolina New Jersey series first that I you don't, know, I mean, Carolina ended up uh, winning. Uh, that was game six, I believe. Right. Um, and, and they actually had to, yeah, they had to win six. in over. They actually had to win in overtime uh, to win to, to Alice, New Jersey. So, you know, they, they, you know, Carolina had a two nothing series lead in that one and New Jersey battle back and, could have, could have easily went to a game seven. Um, but what a tough series. I mean, it just – I didn't really see a lot of the series. Um, I did see – I mean, I didn't really see complete games. Uh, I saw, you know, little periods here and, you know, a couple periods here um, due to my schedule and life and stuff. But um, it was just – it was just fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't quite sure who was going to win that series. Um, you know, I was kind of down on them early on. About New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I was I was down on, on New Jersey being a young, inexperienced team. And it still holds true to me is that this team is going to be a team to watch out for. If they can, you know, as they mature – you know, they add some different pieces. I think New Jersey's gonna gonna do it soon. But yeah, that was what hesitated me this year on on picking New Jersey is they're just young, inexperienced in the playoffs. So um, Yeah, it was their their goalie um their goalie instability that pretty much uh which those sh- do which those did short. Um so you know that's you know that I'm sure that'll be addressed in the off season. Oh of course. Um, so they, you know, they're, they're going to be back, you know, just like the Rangers. Um, although I don't know, you know, we'll talk about that later, them later, you know, as the off season gets here. Um, but, uh, let's see what did, uh, New Jersey's definitely going to be back. What, what did we have for Carolina? Um, no care. Uh, Sebastian Aho you know, and Jordan Martinuk led them with ten points. Um, 
not sure what they had in the in that series, um, but that's what they got in the in the playoffs. You know, Aho and, and Jesper Fast, who uh, scored the the overtime goal um, to win it, he's got five goals as well in the playoffs. So they're you know they're getting they're getting balanced scoring. You know, you know some other players like you know Jarvis and Nekish. He's got four and Martin Oak and. Kokanemi and Nelson with three. I thought Nelson was a New Jersey Devil, but he, I guess he's on Carolina. Maybe they trade for him. I don't know, but may, or maybe I'm just not. Maybe they got him in the off season. I don't know. Um, but then on the on the flip side with New Jersey, you know Jack Hughes, and and that's another thing with him. And he's you know he's this is I believe his first playoffs. And he, he I don't is he a rookie. Or was this the second? Uh, oh, Luke Hughes is a rookie. Yes. Um, but I think Jack Hughes, this, this is, I believe, is his first playoffs. Um, he had 11 points in the playoffs, um, six goals, so, you know, and uh, five assists. So he's just, you know, he'll be, you know, he's going to, he knows what it takes in the playoffs now. So if next year, if, if New Jersey can come make it back, um, he, you know, he's he, you know, watch him to do like a. Uh, I, I don't want to say, you know, dry sales on another, 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 uh, another level, but you know, he might, he might step it up like uh, some of these other players. Um, he's but, got the potential. Um, I'll give, I'll give him that. But to put him on the same level as dry sales, a little, a little, uh, a little much at the moment. He's got a lot to prove to be a dry sidle. Yeah, um, but let's uh, switch over to the uh, Toronto Florida series, which actually just wrapped up tonight. Uh, game five was it, which is surprising in my own right. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed by that because I was I was pulling for Toronto. Um, so was a TNT announcer. I don't want to get into that because that might turn into a freaking twenty minute rant. Oh, biz. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into too much of a rant, but I just want to say, as a national broadcaster, I mean, I know you got your favorites, but as a national broadcaster, you you need to be more neutral. And he doesn't. He just. Uh, I guess the other ones. I don't know. The other ones kind of hide it. I mean, they're they're kind of good, but he just like he won't. He just. He's uh, number one. He's his favorite. It's like he's just all out. It's like a, like a like a fan. It's like no, you're not. A, you're not a broadcaster. Get off. Yeah, the air. he's, you're, he's you're, definitely not very professional when it comes but, to Toronto. I I will say that. And you know what he'll do if he ever gets wind of this podcast. He'll just come back and say, "Well, I make so much money with my past, my podcast. What are you losers doing?" Like that'll, that'll be the only thing he can he can come up with. Like he's he's the Gronkowski of hockey, but you know he does make a lot of money. He is very successful, and he'll use that as a crutch when his feelings are hurt to, you know, try to get back at somebody. But I agree, I agree that he was just he's he's got the right attitude. He brings a different like atmosphere to the announcing i don't have a problem with any of that you know it gets obnoxious it gets old to me but people like it and that's cool but you gotta be you gotta be more unbiased yeah but uh this this toronto forest series has been 
I didn't see game four. Um, I think I was actually playing hockey that, that night. Um, but all the other games were, they were, especially tonight's game. Um, it, you know, Florida had a two nothing lead, trying to battle back, tied a game two, two and Florida ultimately won in overtime, but it just, it was just an exciting level hockey. Um, very, you know, at times it was like end to end and it hit everything. And then at times it was kind of like checking and not much, not much offense. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the series personally. Um, like I said, I was rooting for Toronto, but they just, nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. I mean, how many, how many points did, but Matthews, where, where was he? He had five goals in the playoffs. Yeah, but how many in this series? I don't have that right in front of me. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. About Marner had 14 points, uh, and you know another, you know, you got all these stars like William Nylander who scored uh, a huge goal. Uh, I think it was a tying goal tonight. Um, and you got Ryan O'Reilly and Tavares and Matthews and. You know, you got, you know, all these in Marner and, you know, they get all the spotlight and everything. And Morgan Riley doesn't get any media, very, very little that I see. He's kind of like under the radar. And he's, I I don't want to say he's their best player, but he's damn close to it. He's really steady. He actually had a goal tonight as well. Um, I think that was the first goal. Um, he did that in the second period. He thought he had a goal. It was a nice move. Um, but you know the referee was behind the net. Um, he was right there. He didn't. He didn't signal one way or the other. So and he blew the whistle dead. So he he thought he had it, but then he kind of like didn't really. He didn't really sell it, but I mean, he just Morgan. I just want to just just shout out to Morgan Riley. He's just he's one of their top. I, I would really key on him. He had a good um, game tonight. In any series, um, in, in, in all series actually, um, even in their losses. Well, they obviously had four losses, but you know, he he just he's just one of their their steady players. See what I think. What I think Toronto needs to do, and I'm obviously no coach. But I think they have to stick to the game plan. I mean, I, I get it. They've been eliminated multiple years. This is the farthest they've made it yet. They've got some chemistry on the ice. They're a team that's, you know, they're 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 also a team that's that's growing pretty significantly. Um, you know, if I'm I'm looking for a goalie, I mean, they have Wool and Matt Murray. That's not a very solid combination. That that combination is not going to get you a Stanley Cup. No, but while he actually played pretty good in most, you know, the second and third period, um, even in that overtime goal, I mean, it was just a nice shot. And but that you know the 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 first goal, the first Panther goal wasn't. I mean. It, I, I mean, I'm not. I couldn't remember. I but the second one, back. the second one was kind back. of a no angle shot, so you can't. I mean, I, he, I guess you could say you, you could have been on a better angle or better, you know, shut that side down. But and what I'm not saying, what I'm saying he here is, Walls, he's not bad. He's young. He's a young kid. I think he's 24 years old. Um, you know, he's very young, and I'm not saying he's bad. 
That's not what I meant. But to win a Stanley Cup, he's not the answer yet. They need to give him a solid number one goalie that's not Matt Murray. He's 24. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So 24-year-old goaltender. He needs a couple more years to develop and grow. I think he can be a very good goaltender. But, but they need to give him a solid number one to learn under. Somebody who's a veteran, somebody who's got some, you know, experience under their belt. Like I know Murray's got it, but he's been injured a lot. Uh, I just, he is not the guy that you're going to want to have mentoring because he's not that old either. But I don't know. That's just, that's just my thought. Their goalie tandem is just not the, the best. And I definitely think there's some room to, to improve on that. But I do like their chances. I, I, I know they got eliminated, but I do like where they're taking this hockey club. I mean, they've kind of been a joke of, of the NHL for a while, getting eliminated first round, can't get past the first round, can't get past the first round. Well, they do it this year. And then they give Florida, who was a late bloomer, they got hot at the right time, and which I want to talk about that too really quick. But – you know, Toronto hung. They were there. If they can keep this growth and they can keep getting good draft or some solid acquisitions, um, I haven't looked at their cap yet, so I don't know what their cap situation is or people who might be retiring or moving on. But I, I think they've got a lot of potential. We talk about it on this show m- multiple times. Like, you know, even when the Predators were, were trying to bounce into that playoff spot, you know, like, hey, is this team getting hot at the right time? Jersey, hey, they're getting hot at the right time. Now, if you want to talk about getting hot at the exact right moment, it's going to be the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers were fighting to get a wild card spot. They get it. They battle, they scratch, they claw, they get their wild card spot. Now, they go out and they beat the number one seeded team, the number one team in NHL history, the best team in the league and they bounce them. Then they go into round two against a hot Toronto team that got out of their first round um, since whenever. And they take them, I don't want to say easily, but they, they definitely took them without much fight. And yes, I know I just talked up Toronto and where they're going, but they did take it out, um, you know, five games, so they didn't get swept. But they're they're they'll be all right. But anyway, I digress. But Florida comes out and beats them. Is Florida a team that we should worry about, D-Law? Yeah, and I'm having a really hard time at um just to who to pick Carolina or Florida for the I for know. the Eastern Final. Um Florida's that is gonna be a really, battle. Florida's been playing really well. Um you know, obviously beating two the two top teams in the East, um, in Boston and Toronto. Uh, I guess Carolina's in there too, but I, I mean, Carolina won that division, but I, I, I don't know. I would have to say Toronto is probably would it, well. Obviously, doesn't matter now because Toronto's out. But I, I would, I would if it was Toronto, Carolina, I would have picked Toronto. I think they're just better, but I mean, obviously, it's not. Yeah, Carolina was up at the top of the league for almost the whole season, too. Like they were no joke. 
Um, I mean, they're obviously, you know, they, they beat a good, oh, it's the Islanders. Yes, sir. I don't know how I forgot about the Islanders. Well, they, and you know what? You and, and not not to get off topic again, but you always talk about the Predators. Oh, everyone forget. Oh, there's nobody knows the Predators. I feel that way about the Islanders because you got the Devils and the Rangers all within a stone throw. A half an hour subway ride, you could be at any one of those arenas. But I think the Islanders have been in the Rangers' shadow that people do forget about them. They're a forgettable team. I'll be honest. But, yeah, I mean, getting back to it, I I, I think, and I think you're right, I think Florida is, is a team to watch out for right now because they got hot, and, boy, did they ever get hot. I mean, going from wild card, moving on up. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting to see, you know, what what goes on uh, next round. I think it's going to be some must-see, some must-see playoff hockey. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, Should we bump over to the West? Yeah, that leads us into the West. Um, that, that's getting pretty exciting, too, obviously. Um Dallas, Seattle, that series is actually still going on. Um, yeah, Dallas is up three to two. They got a game tomorrow at seven. Yeah, it's good. It's in Seattle. Yeah, I think it's in Seattle. Um, I want to say Dallas is going to probably uh, take it, but Seattle's been scrappy. And I, they might find a way to to pull off a. Off a win and send it back to Dallas, but see, um, I just I can't get into Seattle. I just can't. I just can't. Like they're too new to me, and it's not that they're. It's not a bad thing. I just I almost forget that they even exist, and I don't mean that in a negative. I'm not putting them down. I I just forget about Seattle all the time. I just I do. I I can't help it. Well, they don't really have any stars, like you know. I and I don't want to sound like. Well, I don't want to sound like a jump jumping on the bandwagon, but because I really haven't watched Seattle much this season, so I didn't and I didn't really you know know much about them. I don't really care for them and everything, and just because probably because the expansion thing and everything, and you know we've gone through that with Vegas and everything. But in the playoffs, I've been watching Seattle, and I like the way they play. They're really, I mean. It, it, I, I, I'm not going to bother. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to compare it with Predators because it's not, it's just a fun game to watch. And, and they don't really, even Yanni Gord isn't really like a, you know, like, cause Emerson's got McDavid and Toronto's got Matthews and yeah, Florida's got Kachuk and Dallas has got Sagan and Kowalski. But, but there's different level. But you Gord, Gord isn't on that level. They don't, Seattle, they got a lot of, I don't even want to say role players, but they, they got a lot of good players, but yeah. they're not, I mean, and, and they play a team game. Um, See, but here's, here's my, they, they do it by, they, they got a lot of depth. See, here's kind of my thoughts on all this. Like I, I, I've said this before, but in my opinion, you've got just different levels of NHL, like players who in different categories. So like for me, your McDavid's, your Crosby's, your Matthews, um, guys of that caliber who are generational players. Yeah, they are superstars. They are the best in the league. Like they can, 
pretty much do as they want when they want. But, you know, you have to, you know, I think where we fall short is, you know, you can't take it away from Yanni Gord. He's a good player. Is he a McDavid level player? No, of course he's not. Well, he did win a couple Stanley Cops too, so. Yeah, but I mean, of course, of course. But again, you know, I just think he's a, you know, he's, he plays a somewhat of a gritty game and I put him in a category of like a Larkin, like, yeah, he might not be a superstar that's going to put up 60 goals a game and run every single offensive category in the league, you know, but I, I just, you know, like this year he had 14 goals, 34 assists. He had 48 points. He's got 10 points in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, only three goals. I put him in a category with Larkin. Like, yes, I know Larkin had more goals this year. I get that. More points, more goals. But Yanni Gord's also much older. He's 31. Um, but I just – I see Larkin and Gord being in the same category. So they're both great players, but they're just not that level of, you know, McDavid. And that's no shot. That's no shot at him. Could they become generational players? Sure. I mean, anyone's got the potential to do it. Some just are more gifted than others. And I just think Johnny Gord falls in that category of, you know, he's he's a Dylan Lark, but he's not going to get you 40, 50 goals a season. Um, you know, and, you know, Seattle, they're doing it by, you know, they got a lot of balance uh depth you know they got you know their leader jane swartz has five goals in playoffs and but they got a ton you know eberly gorge schultz bjorkson wedenberg baneers tolvin and and cardi and and geeky they're you know that's they they all got like two three four right and so it's not all one or two guys like some of the some of the uh, other teams so like, no, I kind of compare that to like an old Red Wings team, like in the '90s, where you just feel like anybody at any time could score a goal. Most players are going to get you 20 goals, which is incredible. If every player on your team can get you 20 goals, then that's pretty that's pretty exciting. But I just kind of feel like that's where where Seattle is, where you know these guys are, you know they're they're good. They're just not great, and they play well together. But any of them could could score a goal. Any of them. So when you look at it, you had Jared McCann. He he put up forty. Jordan Everly put up twenty. Matty Beneers put up twenty four. Uh, Daniel Sprung twenty one. Oliver Bjorkstand twenty. Jaden Schwartz twenty one. Uh, let's see. And those are your, I mean those are your top. And then you've got. Uh, Vince Dunn with 14, Yanni Gord with 14. Uh, let's see, Burakovsky, 13, Wenberg, 13, Tanev, 16. And then, like, Geeky had nine. Larson had eight. But they're putting up assists. I mean, Larson had 33 assists. Um, Geeky had 28. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I, – I think they're just a team that can score on – just about any, you know, any, any, they can score. Like you can expect them to have the potential to score. I guess I could, I can make it like there's guys on Detroit 
like Zadina, when he's on the ice, like I just I don't think he's going to score. I don't anticipate him scoring. I just don't think he can do it. Yeah, I don't know. Seattle's just a weird team to me. Getting back to it, my ADD took off there like a freaking spaceship. I just, I forget about Seattle. I forget they exist. Like you said, they don't have that superstar McDavid on their team, but they're making a hell of a run. You can't, you cannot take that away from them. And that series is, it's, it's got a little bit of everything, you know, physicality. And, and I, I just don't, I, you know, I feel like if Dallas they, is game but if they want to, yeah, I was just going to say, if, if they want to play that game, that's, that's Dallas, you know. Well, they have to it, match it. Yeah, they don't want to. Don't initiate it, but I mean, match it. And I, I don't know, you know, they, you know, Dallas lost their their star defenseman uh, in one that one game that Seattle blew him out, and then he came back and Dallas won. So, I mean, I I don't know. I don't want to see any play, anybody get injured, but Seattle's got to find a way to. To neutralize him, uh, that was an unfortunate incident. I think, believe he got hit with a puck, uh, a block. I think it was a block. Or the, the Wait, puck. who was that? I'm sorry. Uh, I, was, I don't remember seeing that one. That, that's right. Uh, it was Heiskanen. Um, it was deflected. It was, yeah, defle- yeah, it was, it was deflected yeah. right in front of the um, defenseman's stick card he, right in the cheek. Yeah, and he ended up with stitches, and he, he would have came back in that game, but the game was so out of hand, they they – they probably did the right thing and just you know it was like five to one and they just held him up for the rest of the game and and then you know the next game they come back and with him in and and tear tear take take Seattle to school basically um but yeah I they got to find a way to neutralize him I don't want to see him get injured again but they got to find him I don't know maybe you try to get him into a you don't see a lot of like game misconducts um you know, or, you know, or, or even misconducts, but they well, got to find a way to, to get him out of the game. I, it's going to be hard. I don't, I don't see that happening unless, you know, unless he takes another puck to the head, but I, like I said, I don't want, I don't wish that uh, at all, but right for Seattle's case, they got to find a way to neutral. I mean, he's not the only player, but he's, he's like their quarterback. Um, no. Now I want to jump. I want to jump really quick. I want to ask you a question, and I'll tell you why I'm asking this question. So my question to you is: Playoff hockey is fast, correct? Uh, it seems like it's a lot faster than regular season. I don't know yep. if it's like right. it's a whole different level. You know, players are at a different level. You're right, and it's pretty physical, right? Oh, it's way more physical than regular season. No, I don't know if it's because they don't. With call all that it. being said. And I think this might play into what you were just going to say. If I told you there was a game that was played in the 2023 NHL playoffs that had zero penalties in the second and zero penalties in the third and only like two in the first, what what, what do you think about that? Like what is does it? That, was just I amazing mean, hockey. I mean, and obviously the rest, you know, it let them let them play. I mean, I, I mean, obviously right. you want to call penalties. Um, but if if it's an actual penalty, but you know, let them let them play, let them let the teams decide who wins rather than the special teams, like you know, a power play, you know, extra man situation. Um, you know, Florida. You still have to call penalties. I mean, for crying out loud, if somebody's tripped, you got to call tripping. If there's a fight, you got to call fighting. Like well, that's just what it is. Well, yeah, but usually a fighting is doesn't change manpower. But um, you know, like those hooks and trips and slashes. Yeah, you got to take those. So, 
I guess, I mean, you're going to, that's going to happen anyway. Well, maybe not, that, no, the trips and hooks got to be called, but like the slashes and stuff like that, That that's just going to happen. Um, obviously, you know, unless it's really egregious, they're not going to call that, um, especially in the playoffs. So it has to be a really, it, it, or, or if it's like a, a slash that directly of results and the player not getting a shot off. Or like if he's going for a shot and the guy slashed him, obviously you're going to, you're going to have to call that. Cause it, yeah, but still it, like it, the, how the pace of a playoff game, like I get it. You're going to let some things go, but to me, not having one penalty in two periods of hockey combined, it's either they're letting everything go or it was just such a fast, clean game. And I just don't think that, um, so I'll give you the game. It was the Toronto. It was the Toronto game. <laughs> so yeah, there were no penalties between Toronto and Florida in that second or third period. Now you've got Toronto, who's on the line for you know a win. So they're obviously going to want to try to stay out of the box, but they're going to they're going to play the game. You've got you know Florida also. You know they're going to go a hundred miles an hour. They're trying to close out the series. So you've got two teams that are just flying around out there. I don't know. I just find it hard to believe after watching hockey, and, all these playoffs. And the one and the one penalty in overtime was a delay game, which was, I mean, it was. You gotta call. It. I mean, it, it's the rule. I mean, he he was near the bench, and the the Leafs player had a stick, and he flipped it up over. Now I didn't think it went up over the bench over the glass above the bench. I didn't think that was, I thought it was just in, you know, the glass area. I didn't know. I didn't know that if it went over the box, I didn't know. I didn't think that was a penalty, but obviously it is. Yeah, I, I didn't either. But I mean, it's, it's on the roll. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they used to do that all the time in the old school and, and, you know, and do that. But I'd like to. I'd like to see that rule kind of go away. Um, you yeah, know, I, 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 just, I agree. It's just. I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, I could have seen. You know, teams would do it to, to get a stoppage, and you know, you got the teams pressuring you in the zone, and you're you're running around, and you just you want to whistle. I mean, that is part of the game, but. I don't know. Kind of like the, the the failed challenge. I mean, I don't. I, I I don't even know if you really want the challenges. I mean, it's they're trying to do like football, you know. But to give a penalty for a failed challenge, it's like a double edged sword. You know, you're you're losing. You got to go. And a lot of times they don't challenge unless they really think it's. You know they're not going to just challenge it, especially with a the penalty. They're going to if they they they're only going to challenge it. They really really think that it's not usually it's not a goal or something. It's usually only for a goal. Um, actually, I think that's the only time they can challenge. I don't think they can challenge penalties. Um, but I I just don't know if I like that at all. Um, you know. I, I don't even think I like the, the idea of coaches being challenged. They're trying to turn it into football. I don't know why. I don't think they're trying to get more, you know, I just don't know. But, you know, we didn't talk about the Vegas Edmonton uh, series. So let's, you know, 
wrap up the round two um, talk with Vegas. I mean, this, this is turning into a heck of a series. You know, it just, you know it's it's tied. Series is tied two two. Um, and then, you know, game five, Ben Michigan comes flying out, scores the early goal, um, uh, McDavid. And then uh, Eichel comes right back, ties it up. Uh, actually, Edmonton, that's the, one of the ones I was talking about. Um, they actually challenged that goal, and it was not interference. And they gave them, so, you know, they, 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 they upheld the goal. And then, obviously, they got a, they got a penalty for delay game because of that failed challenge. Um, I don't think Vegas scored on the power play. Um, but then, uh, you know, Edmonton comes back again, takes another lead, but then uh, the Golden Knights come flying back, and they're currently leading at 4-2. to two. Um, So they scored uh, three three goals um, in that uh, second, uh, unanswered goals, second period. Um, you know, we still got Still, still got a whole period of hockey. Second period is just about over. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Edmonton's not done, but I almost want to say the winner of this game probably going to win the series. Um, I don't I know. I guess I, I just I don't know if it's going to be six or seven, but I don't know. I don't want to. Eichel's having a three point night, but yeah, this series, you know, they got you know a lot of physicality. Um, and I was going to talk about this in our fine suspensions. I know that's a little bit down, but actually, I can kind of move that yeah, up. Yeah, seg- um, we'll segue uh, into it. Go for it. Before they, you know, get into the team news, but um, it's a good flow. Go it, ahead, it it it, uh, it concerns Vegas and Edmonton. Um, I'll probably have a discussion on this. So, um, Darnell Nurse, um, I believe it was Game Four. Um, I, I didn't see it, but he got he was instigate instigated a fight, um, and they suspended him for a game for that one game. Well, it's because he, it was an instigator with the last minute or whatever. But it was. It, it, I it was he instigated a fight. It's not like he injured somebody or slashed somebody or it was it's a fight. It's like the NHL is trying to just do get you know to get get rid of fighting. I don't, I don't think he should have got the one game suspension. I don't for, either. Only for instigating a fight because they were it, it taking just, some pretty it's, big it's, liberties. I mean, look at Petrangelo. It, he two handed slashed. What's his name? It's um and and, and you know was, uh, I was wasn't really finished with my comment. On oh, Nurse, sorry but about that, that. But that, that that that's a good segue because Petrangelo, he slashed Drysaddle, and he only got one game for it. But yeah, Nurse got suspended one game for. It's getting a fight, which I mean, we got to understand, Dila. Let me interrupt here for one Trento second. should have got at least two games for that. What's his history? But I mean, I know it's the playoffs, and each game is you know what's his history. It's magnified. Um, I I actually don't know. Um, I'm, I don't I'm think he has one. Sure. But here's here's but, what I'm saying. I understand why they put that rule into place for, like, if players. Because you don't want the team to take liberties and, and just – because, I mean, think about back in the day when the Red Wings – I'll use them as an example. Red Wings had uh, Coaster and Probert. Let's say you're getting beat the hell on. You're losing 5-1, to one and there's three minutes left in the game, and now all of a sudden you put the goon squad out. I mean, very similar to what Tortorella did with – what was it, the Rangers? 
when you know the game's out of hand, you have literally nothing to play for at that moment because you are not going to win. It might even been less than that, like a minute. So with a minute left, you're going to go put all of your goons and your power squad on the ice to just fight the other team. If we can't beat you on the ice, we'll beat your brains in. Like, I, I get the philosophy. You want to be a feared team. But that's the kind of stuff that I think the NHL does not want to have. Because you think about it. If your team's winning, let's say it's the Predators and we'll say Minnesota. Now all of a sudden you guys are up five to one and you've got like Ryan Reeves and I forget who else they have just sitting out there. It's like, you have no business being out here. Like you are not going to tie up this game. You are not going to score a goal. Everybody knows you're not going to score a goal because that's not the game you play. So now Reeves just immediately drops the gloves off the face off and just fights whoever's lined up across from him. I think that's where the NHL is trying to eliminate that. Like, listen, if you get into a fight on the ice, okay, go for it. It it was a play. But to go out and instigate a fight with no time left on the clock is Bush League. And I think they're trying to get rid of the Bush League. However, in Nurse's favor, like Petrangelo taking his liberties, they were taking some some pretty decent liberties on – like Dreisaitl and a few other players. I mean, that's who Petrangelo hit. So, you know, you're watching this other team go out there and goon squad your players. Guess what? His next shift out there, he was like, not on my watch. Listen, you you guys are going to go nutty. You're going to fight me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So that he got the instigator for it. He should be allowed to. I don't know if he is or if it's on anything. But he, sh- he should have been allowed to go to the to contest that. My thing is, um, well, Petrangelo had a hearing. I don't know if uh, Nurse did. I, I didn't hear that. I just I, I just saw that he got suspended. But if there were cheap it, shots taken, it, it, does that ever happen? It it, it no. discourages the you know fighting because people. You know, the next time somebody's gonna be like, "Well, I can't get fight because I'll get suspended." See, it's, it's I don't know. They, they might not think gotta, about that while they're playing the game, like because you know it's a heat of the moment. And they're going to just fight, you know. Thing. But, yeah, but you have like, to word it, Dila. You have to word it differently because you can't say he went out there and had a fight. Like but, you don't want these guys to go out. Like we all want to see fights. And, and, and that, but this I, isn't I, UFC. Apparently, that happened after. Let's see, well, McDavid called the uh, potential slash uh, intent to injure. Um. I mean, obviously, the NHL didn't see it that way because he only got one game. Um, if it was an intent to injured, he probably would. I mean, I know the playoffs Not only that, are, a lot more. The, the, the playoffs are, you know, they're. It's it's not just like it's not like the same as the regular season. It's a lot magnified. So the, so one game, uh, you know, one game in a playoff could meet could be like two or three. On that level, in a, as a regular season, I, you know, that as far as you know, so I don't know, maybe they look at it like that too. But, um, but think about this, D Law. He went after he, and he one got of the best playoff he, players, if not the best playoff player right now in, in the playoffs, just happened to be his victim. Just soak on that for a minute. And and uh, he did get a major penalty and a game misconduct. And that only – that right there, 
only institutes on one game. I, I, the only thing I can think of is that, you know, they, and I, I know it's one game and playoffs are huge. I'm not buying it. But it should be at least two. I, yeah, mean, I mean, that's, and then, and then, um, and then uh, Nurse, I believe that happened after the slash, he received a two minute instigator penalty and then a five minute fighting and the misconduct. Um, but I, I, Again, if you're Daniel I don't Nurse, think, are you, you know, he, he, he got he got instigator penalty, he got a fighting penalty. He didn't see, he didn't injure anybody. See, I know, he, I know it was it was uh, fifty seconds remaining in the game, but it's like that doesn't it doesn't justify a suspension in my opinion. Um, Petrangelo should I think Petrangelo should got at least two. I if think Petrangelo should have gotten more of a punishment than Nurse. But here's oh, easily, my th- definitely. Here, I mean, here's my thought: if they aren't taking liberties on their teammate, who just happens to be one of the best playoff players, if not the best in the league, does Darnell Nurse still start that fight? Probably not. It's got to be circumstantial, in my opinion. And um, the NHL coming down and, and handing out that. That fine or that that I, I think it should have been a hearing because again I wouldn't have given him anything. I know that's the rules. I think the rules should should be rewritten or reevaluated yeah, and, and, and subjected um, for some changes because again the guy's sticking up for his teammate and I think they need to loosen up that rule a little bit, not take it out because you don't want guys like I was saying before to go out and just bash the other team's brains in because they're losing a game that they can't win. So you don't want them taking liberties, but also if somebody's like defending one of their players, or you know something happens to cause that, and it would be a case by case basis. Like you can't just say, "Hey, I got pissed off and wanted to go after somebody because I got checked in the second period." Like, yeah, that's not going to cut it. But hey, somebody just two hand slashed my teammate. You've been whacking and hacking all hand. game long. Guess what? It was I'm right on. Yeah, right. It was right on the hand, too. It wasn't like you slashed his leg or a shin pad or a stick or something. So it's and, so in that scenario. And he did. He got a major penalty and a game misconduct. And Nurse, he only got a 10 minute misconduct. I mean, not, granted, it was 50 seconds left. He didn't get, get a 10 minute game misconduct. He didn't get a game misconduct. But Trangelo got a game misconduct. Right there, just for the game misconduct, should, is, worth, is worth, worth one game suspension right there. The slash is probably worth two. I almost want to say three games. Because the way I look at it, the way I look at it, and again, I'm not the NHL, and I get that. And, and the funny it, thing is that the. Uh, but again, if if I can ask the question, if there wasn't a lot of cheap liberties taken, or he wasn't subjected to anything, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, any racial comments thrown at him. If if nothing appears to be, you know, if it doesn't appear to be obvious that something caused this fight, like there wasn't a chain reaction, then yeah, go ahead and s- suspend him a game. I, I respect that. You're going to keep the integrity of the game. But also, if somebody's out there taking cheap shots on your teammates and nothing's getting done about it, and it's been going on all game long, 
yeah, you're going to face the music at some point in that game. And it just happened to be in the forbidden time. But that fight was going to happen no matter what. And it, it needed to. It's kind of funny that this happens. You know, the, I believe the player, uh, the player safety department is um, is still Paros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was definitely a goon. It's just kind of fitting. You know, he's that he. I, I don't know. It's just kind of. It's just kind of funny that he. You know, he he did that with you know the type of player he was. But um, well, it's not funny because he doesn't know how to call it. Well, yeah, he, just, he just thinks he's probably thinking like, man, all the things that I did were cheap as hell. I, think I should have been, I should have been punished multiple so, times. So I'm going to hand that same punishment yeah, out. Yeah, and and they and they find the Oilers coach got fined ten thousand dollars. I know it's probably nothing. I mean, ten thousand is probably nothing for them. I didn't hear that. What was that for? Uh, he was, he was. That was be, probably because of of nurses' fight because he put nurse out while well, it was uh, fifty seconds left. So it's probably yeah, because nurse, he put but, nurse out there. I don't know, see, but, but he's nurse is not, but nurse isn't. Like, he's 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 not Bob Probert. He's not he's, Joey Coaster. He's not Rob Ray. He's he, actually yeah, he, an okay he's defenseman. And you know he and he he gets points and everything and you know he's got four assists and in, in the ten playoff games, um, so you know yeah I don't know you know so yeah they yeah they find the the coach ten thousand for probably for that for I, they, I assume for putting him I don't know in know. my opinion they they missed the mark on that one I I don't yeah I don't understand that that's just yeah but we can sit here and beat it to death it was ridiculous we both agree on that and I'm sure a lot of the hockey world does too it's just it's maddening. But uh, I got a little bit of Predators news. Um, Cody Glass was selected to Team Canada for the for the World Junior that's coming up. So you know, congrats on him and and the Predators. Um, More Siders playing for Team um, Germany. Okay, yeah, Germany, yeah, Germany, yeah. Um, but the uh, the Predators. Are kind of up in arms. I don't know if the team. I know a lot of the fans are, and you know, social media and stuff. But um, Soros was snubbed again for the best. Well, now, why do you, why do you use the word snubbed? Just curious. Well, that's what the social media was calling it. But he was nominated for the King Clancy Trophy. Um, what the hell's that for? Uh, for the humanitarian. Is that one of those do-gooder ones? Yeah, for his humanitarian contributions which i appreciate i think that's very respectable because i want to see if i if i should agree with the snub or disagree you're more on there's 64 yeah. games so the team sucked for most of the season 33 and 23 he played he he kept in like he kept the president a lot of the games yeah i'm just going by stats though and goals against Two point six nine with a save percentage of nine one nine. Well, I wasn't the one that said he got snubbed. That's what there was up on I'm social not... media. It wasn't my my comments. My that was taken from. Gotcha. Uh, so you're relaying the Preds' feelings. But I don't know. Uh, and, and actually, talking about the Predators, I just saw on social media. You know, one of the Predators' pages, somebody posted. <laughs> Um, I don't want to go into this, but they says the Panthers remind him a lot of the 2017 Predators. 
I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think well, I mean the the, we'll that, the Predators were, were the Presidents Trophy winners that year. Or wait, no, that was the next year. But I don't I don't I don't think that I you can't compare those two teams. No, you don't know that yet. Let's do it. I mean, we're still too early. I don't know how they, but, you now, know. Now, if Florida makes it all the way to the finals and craps the bed, then, yeah, we can say that was Nashville 2.0. But we're not there. But anyway, that's all the press news I got. Um, the NHL news stories, obviously, uh, this is probably going to happen. The Rangers fired Gerard Gallant. Um, I don't know if that's... I haven't heard much he, about that. I don't, I, I've looked for stories. There's no replacement made. There's no replacement made. Um, yeah. Um, I don't agree with that. I mean, he's, he, I think you got to put the, I mean, they, I guess they got to have somebody as a scapegoat, but you got to put the blame on the players. They got a lot of great talented players and they just didn't get it done. Um, He's, he coached, he was, you know, great coach. He thought, look what he did last year in the playoffs. Um, and uh, I'm not sure how many years he was there. It was like three, four. But yeah, he's he's really loved, he's really brought that team on. I think when, he's, when he got hired, the Rangers were not even in the playoffs. I think they were close. I mean, they, I think they just missed. I don't, I'm not, not sure exactly what their record was when he took over, but you know, and he he brought them into the playoff team and, and, and turning into, a, I don't want to say an elite team because there's not really that many anymore, but he turned them into a top 10 team. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with these players, like, you know, Kane and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't agree with that, you know. Um, I, think, I think you got to give him at least one more year with the Kane effect and see what he can do. He wasn't given a fair shake with the kid. I mean, you know, Kane's still a very athletic and talented, gifted player. So I'm surprised that they let him go now. Maybe there's more to the story than we know. And I'm not a GM. I'm not a coach. I don't maybe they what they expect excellence right out of the game. I don't know. But I, I would have said, hey, listen, you got one year. One year, let's see what you can do. If you prove that you're improving this team and not just getting bounced, you know, we'll give you an opportunity. But if this is what you're going to give us and you're out, put a little fire under them. And sticking with some of those, uh, you know, other teams, um, uh, there's actually a couple uh, for the, the Flyers. Um, they actually officially – Nain Breer, the GM, they, they removed the into he was the interim GM, um, so that they, they removed that. So he he he's actually the full time GM official GM now. And Keith Jones, a longtime flyer, he he got hired as president of hockey operations. So and he's like he's really excited for this new role. Um, uh, um, it was said. Um, the Brianna thing makes me kind of chuckle because in all honesty, if, if his son wasn't a boob jackass, he would have been the GM. But my guess is, and from what I was reading that they had to wait and see if this was brushed under the rug with his son before making him the GM. Uh, what's the son got to do with anything? Well, his son was playing for Mercyhurst. 
and he was at a party and he threw some handicapped girl's $5,000 wheelchair down a flight of stairs and broke it. Okay. And it made very negative press. He was kicked off the Michigan um, hockey team. Whoa, I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big to-do. So I think he actually left the school and went to another school, maybe. You're moron. But, yeah, I mean, it was not good. I mean, he, uh, Denny Briere gave a, you know, gave a whole apology and how embarrassed he was and sorry. And, yeah, it was, it was quite the to-do. And it wasn't his fault, and I kind of feel bad for him. But unfortunately, you know, for people in that stature, highlighted figure, your kids, your family are like, are, are gonna, you know, they can make or break you. You moron. We know that button works. So uh, we kind of touched on some injuries earlier. Um, we mentioned the high getting injured, um, but you know another huge loss. Uh, Vegas uh, lost uh, their goaltender Brossard. Um I don't know how. I mean, obviously, um, I, I just don't know. You know that that's a huge loss because I, uh, I don't know. Aiden Hill is, is the answer for Vegas. Um, it is tonight. Well, it's four to three right now. But another, another injury that I just saw: uh, Blandiscog is going to have knee surgery, so he's yeah, going to be out another season. Be out next season. So that's two seasons. Uh, in a row. That's not good. Yeah, he's. Well, I thought he played a little bit this year. Or was he out? Uh, the Hart Trophy finals were announced. Obviously, McDavid's on there. Pasternak and Kachuk. Um. So. David will win it. Um, of course, that's what the NHL wants. Um, I think that's about it for that. Um, I think we're into the Admirals, right? I guess uh, we can go into the AHL update. Um, Anyway, I'll get mine over. Griffin's no report. The Amherst, before getting the ad, the Admirals, um, the Amherst actually, they were down uh, 2 nothing to Syracuse in the series, and they came back and won. It must have been three straight. Um, so they won. No, they won. So, 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 so they beat, it was a best of five. They yep. were down 2 nothing in series, and they won. They won the series, so they had to win three in a row. Um, I think the last game was in overtime. I think I do, but anyway, they they uh, got past the crunch, and now they're playing the Toronto Marlies. Um, they actually won game one. That was in Toronto. It, they do not play in the same arena as the Leafs. Um, they play in another arena. Uh, I didn't know they had another arena. Um, at least not a, not, not, not a professional arena. Um. I'm not sure. It might have been uh, maybe. Because well, no, I'm pretty sure they share an arena because I was talking to somebody there once and I asked them and they said, yeah, they play in the same arena. Oh, because the HL website um, underneath the box score for the game mm-hmm. one says it was in Coca-Cola Coliseum. Right. Unless, unless they renamed... No, they, well, they had to move the game because wasn't the Toronto Blue, or Blue Jays, the that Toronto was, Maple Leafs, they were 
play that was a home game, right? That was um that was Thursday night, the eleventh, when they played game one in Toronto. And the Maple Leafs played tonight. But in any case they won that game I believe that was in overtime. It won four to three. Um no it was not in overtime. Uh the Toronto scored Toronto had scored two late goals. Uh, so the Amherst actually had a f- four to one lead. So that leads us into the Milwaukee Admirals. They they got past. They beat the Manitoba Moose. Uh, they lost the first game. I don't know if I mentioned that last week or not. But then they won two. They won back to back games, five to three and two to one. Uh, so that set up a game, uh, the next round against the Texas Stars. Oh, guess whose uh, front team that is. <laughs> uh, game one was earlier tonight. They beat them 2-1. to one. Um, And that was uh, in Milwaukee. Now, it's a best of five. Um, Texas, obviously, he, they won the division, so they had the home ice. But their series Game one and two is in Milwaukee, and then the remaining, then the other, the last three are in Texas. That kind of seems like an unfair advantage to have it like two, three. Uh, with Rochester and Toronto, uh, game one and game two are in Toronto, and then it goes to Rochester for games three and four, and then back for five. Now, I'm wondering if they do that because of travel. But Milwaukee and Texas aren't really. I, I mean, obviously, Rochester and Toronto are like really close. Um, so you know, it's like a five and a half. It's a six sort of travel, but they all take planes now. Obviously, Texas, Milwaukee, and Texas they play at Cedar Park, which is I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't know if that's near Dallas or not. Um, it's probably glad to be close to it. Being their farm team, well, I will say but, it's on the exact you know, opposite it, side it, of the it, country as Milwaukee. It, <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a relatively quick trip, plane trip. So I don't know. I I just don't know why because some series follow that yeah, two to one. You got to think about this. You got to think about this. It's not just it's it not just seems jumping like, on a plane and just going. Seems like, like you have to get through TSA. Like you have to. Get to the airport. You have to fly in. You have to get to well, the hotel. I'm room. sure the teams the teams probably have pre treks and everything. So, well, oh, I'm sure they, they do. To, no, but you still have but to go in. I, I, I just don't. Uh, it, that, that, that two three that doesn't seem like a fair. You know, I mean, obviously Milwaukee won Game One. They were at home, but they got three road. They got you know Texas got three home games in a row, basically. So I don't. I don't know. I, 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 I guess. I guess. I don't know, but I, you know, I don't want to beat that up. But, but in any case, you know, Milwaukee has a one nothing series lead in this in this in this round, so that's good for them. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I think that I think we. There's I, no Red Wings news like and no Grand Rapids news tonight. Coming to a close for episode sixty, our first uh, full season, our first first full season, season two is coming to a well. We still got another month to go. Um, a declining uh, halt, but uh, we'll we'll hit we'll hit one hundred on that, our next real milestone, I guess you can say it. But uh, sometime next season, but you can always get us on <coughs> social media: Facebook, Discord, Twitch, and Instagram at Predwings Podcast, and YouTube and Twitter uh, at Predwings Pod. And you can email us at Predwings Podcast at gmail dot com. 
Um, so another episode 60 is history. And thanks for tuning in to the Pred Wings podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville. Thank you.